0: Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now, with the Xfinity 10 G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.
1: Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on.
2: how did we get
0: there there no just keep going you got it brother you got the it.
2: only audio podcast mm-hmm. road trip no brakes on it the rv is on the road and okay, we're rolling and we're finally back, back. Mm-hmm. yeah okay my bad we're finally back we <laughs> we've been off for a little while we were very busy and and we got lots so, of pit stops over here lots of pit stops lots of we ran out of gas for a little bit i uh, had to change the tire and and uh Actually, uh, before we get to today's episode, I want you all to know we we really appreciate you guys asking us where's the episode. We've gotten that a lot, and uh, it's right here. It's right here. Finally, Not you feel
0: stupid now.
2: You're so dumb for asking for it. It was and always a coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> patience is a virtue. It honestly would be a better episode if you did. If you just waited, maybe we wouldn't have had to rush. If you just
0: waited, we we would already be into the topic by now. Yep, And now here we are, a minute into the episode, and we haven't even touched the topic.
2: Nope, and that's your fault because I had to talk about it. But we're back, and today's topic is uh, the law-abiding technicality of remote execution, parentheses, anime. And really, uh, if you're wondering exactly what that means, if you were able to solve the riddle, uh, it's Death Note. That's what we're talking about, it's Death Note.
0: Yeah, we have a little shared note where we can write down ideas. And this just said, what do you do if you had the Death Note? Which is an interesting topic. I think this is going to be a very morality-centric episode.
2: I think we're going to learn
0: a lot about each other and
2: ourselves. But I need some baseline because I don't watch anime. I don't know any of this. I know the generals of Death Note, but I don't know, like, what's up with that?
0: I could go into the whole lore of Death Note, but I think you're mainly just interested in how does the Death Note work? Basically, I don't care about the characters. I just care about the book. So the number one rule is that if you write someone's name in it, they die in 40 seconds. And if you don't write the cause of death, it's a heart attack. Okay. You can even make it to be like this person will go to the train station and jump in front of the train. Like you can make them do things. You can try them. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. You you can say like they will go on this train and shoot it up. And then they will kill themselves or something like that. Or they'll have a heart attack. Like you, you could you play God in this book. Sure. Um, they did test the limits. Like you can't say, like, in three minutes you will be in Paris and then you'll have a heart attack. Like sure. You can't do the impossible. Right. They can't like t- immediately travel somewhere
2: or teleport. Yeah. Anything like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Like
0: I think how Light really started getting his name out there, if I remember correctly, like he got he did it to people in prisons who wrote his name in blood on the wall. Or like okay. a message on the wall just to like confirm that it's possible. Sure. Um, the other thing is like if you write in this book, you can no longer go to heaven nor hell. Oh, okay. That, okay, okay, sorry. I, I have
2: thoughts about that, but we'll save them.
0: Yeah. Um. There are like a lot of, other rules here and there, but that's kind of like the main gist of it. Sure. Okay. I, I, first off, I feel
2: like being able to write in the book and you end up in purgatory is probably a
0: W if you're a bad person, right? Yeah, and I feel like if you're going to use this Death Note, you're probably not making it to heaven. I think it's interesting because right. uh, for the most part, like you're rooting for the villain in the story, you know, like he's murdering people in broad daylight. Sure, but he's like hung up on his own sense of justice, right? Like he, every good villain thinks they're the hero.
2: Yeah, is he like a Dexter?
0: Does he only kill bad people, or yes, is it he, well? Uh-huh. That's how it starts. You know? got you, and he, he loses control. Okay. He it's that he only kills people who are criminals and known criminals, and then he starts killing people to protect himself.
2: Ah, because they start finding out. Okay, yeah, I think Dexter had that same thing actually. Yeah, he That's, did. I,
0: okay, what what a show, Dexter yeah, is. I, honestly, they made a new season, and I I can't find the motivation to watch it.
2: No, I mean the la- the the actual show yeah. ended so badly. I think we talked about it on the show before. If I'm not mistaken, like uh, I I loved it up until the season with Julia Stiles, and I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm not yeah, I
0: I really like the first. I think if it ended on season five, it was a it was a great show. Sure. Yeah, I think we yeah we did talk about that. Anyways, the Death Note. You see <laughs> this in front of you. Would you use it?
2: Uh, you know, I don't have a reason to kill anybody right now. I just yeah. can't. Like, I don't know. I don't have
0: any enemies. I feel like I don't have a purpose yeah. for it. Well, like to kind of put it into perspective. I know this sounds like a fantasy world but in in like light yagami his character it wasn't a fantasy world to him like he lived he was just a you know straight a student top of sure. the class and he just found this book and he was kind of like a gods of death don't exist like this is stupid but like like he he wasn't even sure this thing was real he just thought it was like a like a chain message or something like that okay so I, I think, like, that kind of makes it uh, a bit sure. more, like, relatable to me because I feel like if I saw this, I'd be like, yeah, this is funny. And I, I I think I would write a name just to be like, there's no way this is real. <laughs> Writing
2: in the death note as, like, a YouTube video, like, oh, isn't this silly? And then you see a news report the next day about the guy that you killed. Yeah, oh, he's, man.
0: what it starts with him watching local news. This, I think, mall is held up. Um, there are people held hostage at gunpoint and then he just writes the guy's name on the news and then he just pa- falls over dead. Okay. Huh? So, yeah. So it's kind of like a, it starts off innocent.
2: Uh, you know, honestly, if I could do that, uh, I don't know that might create its own problems. I was going to say, you can yeah. solve a lot of issues in the world, right? By doing mm-hmm. stuff like that. But also you would create, I don't know. It's the butterfly effect thing. Dude, it, I it wouldn't is. do it. I wouldn't do it.
0: I think I would. I'll be honest. I know you would. Okay. I'm
2: positive that you would do that because you would think it'd be funny. And I
0: I don't think it, I don't think it'd be funny. It's just like, I have more traits than funny. I I think I would just see this and be like, I I would be in the same boat. I was like, no way this is real, but I want to know if this is real on the off chance it is. I guess the, the morbid
2: curiosity of the thing... I don't know. Were you one of those kids that, like, tried to move stuff with your mind? Uh, You know mm- what I mean? Like, you, there's a marble on the table, and you focus really hard, and the thought, like, maybe I do have telekinesis. Were you that kid? No, that seems I don't like think so. Thing?
0: Even even as a kid, I, like, I never believe in the supernatural or anything like that. Okay. Um, I never believed in ghosts as a kid. I never... Like, I, I was pretty real with it. Like, I, I understood what was real and what was fantasy pretty sure. quickly. And, but with something like this, um, I think I would also just, it would be such a joke to me. I was like, come on. Like, who's leaving <laughs> this around to try and scare people? It's the same thing as, like, Momo texting you for, like, the suicide game or whatever. Sure, yeah. And I it's guess just, it's
2: it's similar to because I, I, I'm trying to imagine a world where you don't know what the Death Note is, right? Let's say yeah. that this happened and the anime doesn't exist and then that exactly. happens. And it's a book that kills people. So you don't have any context. I think it's probably similar to when you get a text from someone that's the wrong number. Mm-hmm. And it's something like, you know, hey, baby girl, loved last night. You were great, whatever. Do you text something back? Because it's like texting something back, It's it's only for you right? The other person is just going to be annoyed at most. It's it's a trivial thing. You're kind of like, eh, fuck it. Why not? I feel like it's kind of similar.
0: Yeah, I don't think I would text... I never texted those back. Cause never? I think I'm just, no, never. Because I was like, this ain't for me. That is insane that you would write in a death note to
2: kill someone, but you won't write somebody back to fuck with them.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. good. Oh, to fuck with them? I thought you meant yes. to fuck them. Oh, no, yeah, I fuck no, them. The yeah, fuck? yeah, No! What the fuck? No! I was like, I'm not trying to get anything from this. Yeah, no. yeah. If people ever text me, it's the wrong number. I absolutely do entertain it. Yeah. One time I, I was in a group chat for a whole bridal shower and that lasted like three weeks.
1: <laughs> like, was there was one say. bridesmaid yeah.
0: who just didn't get the memo for three weeks. Oh, that's funny. My name was Cheryl. <laughs> Wait, so everybody else was in on it. Well, not in on it, but
2: everybody else was in the group except for you. And you just happened to get in there.
0: Yeah, I think they added the wrong phone number. Well, clearly they added the wrong phone number. And I think it was probably like I was the bride's sister and the rest of the bridesmaids were her friends. So they didn't necessarily have Cheryl's Uh, phone number to begin with. Got you. And maybe Cheryl got a new phone and her sister put it in one digit off or something like that. Anyways, uh, yeah, I was in a bridesmaid group chat for like three weeks. Uh, we made plans and everything. I, I kept canceling last minute because something came up. And Aww. and then eventually the group chat just stopped, which makes me feel like they figured it out.
2: Sure. Yeah, the, you got cut.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got cut.
2: I'm sure it was a horrific realization
0: when I, Cheryl told them. I, I hope that the sister blew up on Cheryl. Like, Like, you are my sister. This is my wedding. And you have not shown up for a single event, a single bridal shower. Oh, my God. You know, I I probably ruined a family. You
2: probably ruined a family relationship and a wedding all at once. The most
0: important day of her life. And you just kept blowing off her sister. Yeah, that's like the third family I've done that to.
1: (laughs) Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone, in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details.
2: That's its own episode. It is. Weddings in general. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I had So, so, the death note. The death note.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Did I tell you about the mom who, like, like incredible, like hit on me an incredible amount at the gym one time. Have I told you the story? No. Okay. So the ye- the year is 2018, and I'm on my milf hunter arc, right? Okay. I didn't know that uh, was an arc. Yeah. I mean, moms right. have always loved me. Like that. This is just a fact. Really? Huh. Yeah. Okay. I I do have a of a history of <laughs> of moms in my past. Okay. But anyways, uh, we were at the gym, right? And it was me and my friend Dylan and I was just done watching or it was like early, early in Ludwig's uh, career, streaming career. He he hit me up to be on Twitch Jeopardy, which is essentially just mogul money now. Sure. But uh, he Twitch Jeopardy and I was like, sure, I'll help out the small upcoming streamer, you know, unaware of where things are going to go with him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it was me and Trihex versus two unknown streamers at the time named Jay Schlatt and Connor Eats Pants. Wow, that's yeah, funny. Cr- crazy world reliving. Right. Um, Anyways, it was Jeopardy, and I made it. We were in final Jeopardy. I lost, blah, blah, blah. And immediately after recording that, I go to the gym with my friend Dylan, and here I am just ranting about Jeopardy, right? I, I'm just... It wasn't like a salty loss. I was just like, okay, this happened, and then this happened, blah, blah, blah. Just recapping, really. And then this very, like, I wouldn't have believed she was a mom unless she told me. Kind of young. Okay. And then she was like, wait, you look familiar. Were you on, did I hear you right? Were you on Jeopardy? And you said yes. And I said yes. Of course. And she goes, I knew you looked familiar. I watched Jeopardy all the time. And I'm like, okay, well, some other white guy was on Jeopardy. But um, <laughs> yeah, so she was like, what was your, did you make it to like Final Jeopardy? And I was like, yeah, I made it to Final Jeopardy. And <laughs> she was won. like, You well, won. You had no question. No, I said I lost. I said I lost because I was ah. like, Well, if you're, if you win Jeopardy, you're on for multiple episodes. I, I was ah, like, that's I'm true, just a yeah. face in the crowd. You know, it's easier to be like, you loosely look like someone I know.
2: No, you're right, because then it's just, like, you're on one episode, and you can't, like, pinpoint it as, like, yeah, I was
0: on, like, a month ago, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, if second. I was, like, on a streak, that's that's noteworthy. Right, yeah, you might be on the news. Yeah, so, yeah, I just told her, I was like, yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, here, I just told her the the questions, because, like, Ludwig's Twitch jeopardy had real questions in it. Right. And so then... Uh, whenever she was asking me about, like, the final Jeopardy, I told her. And she was like, oh, my God, I watch Jeopardy all the time. My son can vouch for me. And it's like, Michael. And then this, like, 12-year-old kid comes over. And I'm closer to his age than her age. Sure. And, and she's like, Michael, don't I watch Jeopardy all the time? And he's like, y- y- yeah. Yeah, yeah, you watch Jeopardy. And she's like, see? See, I told you I always watch Jeopardy. That's why you look so familiar. Vouch. And... Yeah, her she got the <laughs> the son of vouch, the awesome. Yeah, hard
2: vouch. vouch on that one.
0: Yeah. So then um we're just working out, doing our thing, and then she just keeps coming around frequently. And uh yeah, you know that that was it. I mean, she asked for she asked if I come here often. And I was like, I actually do. And she was like, Okay, I'll see you next time. Never saw her again. Ah uh, Um Yeah, so she she did give me her phone number and no, I did not follow up on it. But Rents. um This did. This was a frequent occurrence for me. Um, Damn, that's quite an encounter. I don't know what it was. Um, I I had this um, in like the, you know, like in the past year of being single and whatnot. I I had one someone I met through music just Mm -hmm. kind of, um, just just like hit on me a lot, and she was like in her forties and still like attractive. Okay, and. I I it was fun talking to her, just like you know, like people and whatnot. But then she kind of like kind of really threw herself at me, and ah. I was kind of like, uh, "Aren't aren't uh, aren't aren't you married?" And she goes, "Then it was weird. It was yeah. weird because like you know, when when I start talking to people and I, I do a little investigation, I like yeah. to know who I'm talking to. I go on their Facebook and I'm like, okay, she's married. Got it. Sure." And, and get some, yeah.
2: some of the basic stats.
0: Yeah, I think that's an important thing to know, because I, I want to know what people's intentions are all the sure. time. Um, Like, I always want to know why are people talking to me? Because you I probably had
2: to had to had to gain that trait being a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. People are being, coming at you from
2: all angles all the time.
0: Yeah, I, I want to know why anyone's talking to me at any given time. Yeah. And yeah, she just kind of like got really defensive. And was like, well, you you don't like, like, yes. And I love him very much. And no, I was not hitting on you. And Ah. um, no, um, actually don't tell anything, anyone about this. because I know We know a lot of (laughs) mutual people. And I just, you know, let's agree not to talk about this to anyone. Your little (laughs) secret. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's
2: that's fine. And now you've just broadcast it to the world. Now we all know. Yeah, I I went
0: against (laughs) her wishes, but that's fine.
2: That's, dude, it's so funny when, when someone sort of gets backed up like that because there's always the plausible deniability. I, I, that game is so funny. You're just yeah, talking, think, talking, like, talking, but you can always back up on it.
0: It's so easy. Like, you know, I'm going to bring this back to Among Us, okay? Of course. I was yeah. waiting for it. In, in Among Us, I felt like the first adaptation was you you run into someone. You Let's say you're the imposter. Someone catches you on the body and they're like, yo, what was that? I think he's the imposter. And then if you go, no, he's the imposter. And then you both get voted out, you know, like, yep. Yeah, that that really does nothing. A one for one trade when there's like eight versus two is an awful exchange. Right. So so in in that situation, it, it's like, um. It's better to be the imposter. And they're like, hey, I saw you on the body. Then the imposter goes, oh, no, no, no. I was just like walking around. I don't think it's you. I was just like looking to see if I could find anyone because I found the body, hesitated to report it, just want to look around. And they're like, yeah, okay, 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 cool. Suspicious, but okay. Yeah. And now it's like you're back in the saddle again. Yeah. And I think it's just that to, to compare that romantic situation to Among Us, Uh huh. It's like if she was caught in the act, she could have said both of us were innocent instead of saying both of us are guilty. Sure. Yeah. That that like deniability makes me feel less weird. Right. It makes me just feel like I was misreading things, which happens. You know that that's easy all the time.
2: It it sounds to me like it's the forty year old lady's fault for not playing Among Us. Honestly, that should have been on her radar way sooner. If she
0: knew, she wouldn't have slipped up like that.
2: Do you think Among Us is breeding a generation of liars and gaslighters?
0: Uh, I think I don't necessarily think it's breeding a generation of gaslighters, but I think it's breeding a generation of people who realize how easy it is to gaslight. And I, I don't yeah. think lying is going to be like the core personality trait, but they'll break <laughs> it out when they need to.
2: It's it's uh it's like an incantation. It's like a nice yeah. little trick that you have in your back pocket, but it's not necessarily like. It's not on all the time. Okay, I could see that.
0: Have you ever just lied to someone, like, your, or even your partner, for just the most inconsequential reason? Oh ever? my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. What it's is weird? I have one. Um, I have a I have a framed picture of my family, mm-hmm. in my bedroom, and I just put it up one day. And this girl I was dating was like, "Oh, that's that's new. How long has it been there?" I was like, "It's always been there." And I have no idea why I lied. <laughs> She believed me. And it was like, I look back and I'm like, there's no reason to lie about it. No reason to lie about that. But I definitely did. And, and it's just like, was I, was I, like, it wasn't a conscious lie either. It was just like, it just came out and I was like, well, that that felt kind (laughs) of (laughs) good.
2: Now your web of lies grows thicker and now she'll never know whether that was there or not all the time. She's going to doubt herself. Yeah, it was in such an
0: obvious space. I was like, "Did I just lie to see if I could get away with that?" Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I've thought about that exact scenario. Law. What's one of your inconsequential lies? I think you do it to like test the waters. One of the things that I <laughs>
2: so like, s- like, you want to see how far you could go, right? Yeah. Like, so I, I, the one that comes to mind for me because my wife and I joke about it all the time mm-hmm. is, um, I, I think it was something like. I had to go pick up my wife from her rehearsal. She had a show rehearsal. She was done at like three. And uh, I went to Chipotle earlier that day for lunch. And I had the bag in my car. It was in the back seat, And she got into my car at three. And I was like, oh, did you go to Chipotle for lunch? I was like, no. <laughs> She's like, the bag's right there. I'm like, yeah, that's from before. She's like, you left the receipt on the dashboard. It says today. I'm like... <laughs> okay, I went to Chipotle. You got me, okay. And I, she was like, why did you lie about that? I'm like, I don't know. It's really weird. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. It's, I'm with you on that. I think
2: it's like, for me, I think it's because uh, like, I've been in relationships in the past and maybe even a time in this relationship where I've been, because I've been with my wife a long-ass time. We've been together 16 years, 17 years? Mm-hmm. Way too long, which means like, <laughs> You have to weed out all the like dumb bullshit. Does that, you know what I mean? Like early in a relationship when you're tr- trying to learn yeah. each other, especially like when you're both young
0: and you're you both throw stupid. some tests at each other.
2: Yeah, dude. Just like, you know, you, you have to get like the
1: people we are now are very different than the people we are before. But it's like Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift the Eras tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details.
2: The thing that I always remembered is like, it's better to just get yelled at once than get yelled at twice. So, like, mm-hmm. I think my brain was like, oh, this person will be mad at me if she knows I spent money to get lunch or she'll be mad at me because I didn't bring her some or she'll be mad at me because I didn't ask even though she didn't want anything. So it was easier to just be like, no, that didn't happen. I think there's always a subconscious reason.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I but can't, I don't
2: know yours at yeah, all. I,
0: I think that was just to feel something. Sure. Yeah. See if you could do it. I, I like that sounds sociopathic, but like, I'm not too far from that in nature. Is it better? Did you do it? Maybe to?
2: Cause sometimes I'll lie just to avoid the conversation. Like if somebody asked me how long that's been up there and I have to be like, Oh, I put it up there when my aunt came over and she asked why there are no pictures of her up there. So I put one up there because that means a lot to her. I don't want to deal with that. So I'm just like, Oh, it's always been there. Was it even that? Or was it just like straight up um, for fun? No. it was
0: just for fun. Okay. Then I I don't know that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like other situations. I'll lie
2: to avoid a long convo about something that doesn't matter. Dude, you know how
0: many movies I've lied about seeing?
2: Yeah, right, yeah. Well, what's always the worst is if somebody, you're like, have you seen this movie? Or they ask if you've seen a movie, you say yes, and they sort of call your bluff. I fucking oh, that hate that. I don't I don't oh. mind if they get excited. That's fine because like, you know, they get to have their fun. Yeah, that's And you why can you like lie. play along with it, you know? Exactly. You lie so they get to have fun with it and they get to because that's all they want to do is gush about the movie. That's yeah. fine. Let them do it. But I hate it when they call your bluff. That pisses me off. I'm trying to help you.
0: Yeah. And obviously, like my last relationship spanned over like six years, right? Mm. Right. So back back before then, back when it was just, you know, no strings attached, just very casual. Sure. Um, I was seeing someone else at the same time, and she wanted to hang out and watch Gossip Girl, right? Okay. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And so I watched a little gossip girl. We didn't continue watching Gossip Girl. Anyways, my future partner comes over later that night and I opened my computer. Gossip Girl is on. And oh, she goes, dear. Were you watching Gossip Girl? And I'm like embarrassed because I think, like, okay, I know where this is going. She's like, Is that your guilty pleasure? Uh, and I go, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and, and you know, like that was a very long six year relationship, loved her very much. But there was one lie that I carried throughout that entire relationship that I never came clean about. And it was I've never seen Gossip Girl.
2: Oh my God! So they never yeah. knew.
0: They never knew. It, it would like come up like we were be in group settings, and she'd be like, "I'm like, oh, I don't know that actor." And they're like, "Oh, they're this person from Gossip Girl," and I always go, "Oh yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I that's think that was insane. That was like, I it it was it would have been such an easy thing to come clean about once you we were kind of like over the hill of the relationship. Yeah, but I just I carried that one, and um. I carried that one for a long time, and it it got to the point where like she would reference Gossip Girl because she liked it. So I uh, <laughs> went instead of watching all of it, I just went through the Wikipedia episode descriptions for every single episode. So I was like loosely oh caught up on it. It was a commitment. It was it was a hard lie to keep up. And looking back, completely pointless. Yeah, not at all. I feel like, like I how do you remember any of that? I understand why I lied in the first place. You know, I'm 18. I'm a shitty dude. I'm seeing two girls sure. casually. And like, it was okay to be seeing multiple people at that time. It, it was just, it felt wrong to like have that discussion. You know, it's more right, of like a yeah. don't ask, don't tell situation.
2: Yeah. Cause then that gets weird.
0: Yeah. I yeah, yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I did carry that lie for, for six years and I've never come clean about that one. That's but, um, insane. Uh, speaking of lying about seeing media, I I, I have a list of uh, the top 10 movies people lie about having seen. Uh, the Godfather, 30%. Uh, right. I'm in that, I will say. You've lied about seeing it? Yeah. To who? Uh, anyone who's asked. Okay. I, I was a film major. So uh, people <laughs> oh, say I've just seen the Godfather. Oh, you had a reason and to. I say, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It's yeah. that I mean,
0: Citizen Kane, stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like, of course, I've seen it now. Nope, that was a lie. I haven't seen The Godfather you um, lied to me again yeah I'm sorry. this is a safe space you don't have to lie here no come i on. know i know i'm getting better at it i'm getting. I come, come on
2: I, I actually pretty fast actually if we if you lie here you're lying to like
0: however many people watch exactly. this is podcast so it's exactly. even better you're stacking a lot of xp well i'm telling people i i lie about seeing the godfather i have seen casablanca that is the truth okay uh taxi driver have not seen Space why Odyssey. Would you lie about seeing Taxi Driver. You're right. That's I have weird. seen Taxi Driver.
2: <laughs> I I no, I mean, like in general, why would people lie about <laughs> like of all the movies to lie about why that one? Right? Yeah, I, don't, I don't
0: know. Huh. Um. I I've seen. I have seen Reservoir Dogs. That Spinal might be a lie. Tap. I don't know. Uh, I have not seen Spinal Tap. I have seen Apocalypse Now because that's uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Right. Um, and he actually came to speak at my college. Oh, neat. Yeah. Which are in Oklahoma, right? Yeah, in Oklahoma City. Oh, that's trip. neat. Yeah. Okay. And Goodfellas, Blade Runner, Great Escape. What is the Great Escape? I don't know. Wait, is that the one about concentration
2: camps? Am I making that up? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let me look. I thought that was the one about like, Imprisoned during World War II in a German POW camp, a group of allied soldiers were intent on breaking out not only to escape but also to draw Nazi forces away from the battle to search for fugitives. Okay, so it's not a concentration camp but Did a you POW camp. Did you
0: have like a holocaust week in middle school? A whole week, brother? What? Yeah, we had, we had a holocaust week in middle school.
2: No way. Did you – okay. I didn't have this but I think I've seen pictures. Did you have the thing where some kids in the class were like branded – like with what the, you haven't seen that? Yeah, I've no. seen that. I think it might be a Zoomer thing. Some kids in the class get like the the tags. Yeah, like their, the tags like, on their arms,
0: on their yeah, their
2: arm. yeah, to make them, you know, to to show what it's like. Which is, that is insane. Yeah, that's insane to me. I I don't know if it's true. <laughs> I may have read it on the internet, and it's not true. But like the kids, like. <laughs> Yeah, they pick like half the kids or like a quarter of the kids in the class. Half like, of you are Nazis, half
0: of you are branded yep. Jews. You're you're a Jew for a week, and you're... Uh-oh. Oh <laughs> Kevin, guess what time it is. You're a you're little Hitler this week. <laughs> you um, get to be Goebbels. Congratulations. I, so, what? This is episode 20 on this podcast now. I think we have continuously been the most unhinged and topic-jumping podcast ever. We you know, have to be. I, I think... I don't even think it's close, but what blows me away is that this is the first time our producer has ever reacted to what we said in chat. (laughs) He types in our chat that we can see. and just says all caps. What? Yeah. Three exclamation marks and four question marks. That, that was what broke him. Branding the children in English class was what broke him. I don't even know if that's
2: true. I may have lied. I st- I think I saw that on the internet. I
0: I don't even know if that's the case. No, I want it to be true because that is ridiculous. Because that also teaches you nothing.
2: No, exactly. It's just uh, yeah, th- it sucked for people. It's,
0: like I saw the science experiment from the the early nineteen hundreds uh, back when like ethics really didn't exist. You know, you could kind of do whatever you want. Sure. And they raised a gorilla alongside a child to try and see if they could make the baby gorilla, baby monkey, I guess.
1: <laughs> baby monkey
0: act like a human. You know, they were trying okay. to get him to like, eat, wear clothes, eat with silverware, and everything like that. Uh-huh. Um, what this does is uh, kind of traumatizes uh, the baby, and it really restricts its English, because now it just kind of makes oohs and ahs and grunts. Right. So eventually they realized that the baby was uh, starting to get traumatized. As they, you know, because you can't experiment on live babies anymore, but back then you could. So they they just did Good a lot of days. things. They were test reaction time by firing guns behind them and everything. Oh my God. And yeah. So eventually the mom removed the baby from the experiment. And then they, uh, this was like a, a video essay I saw talking about it. And the commentator mentioned, I was like, in hindsight, you actually did not need that baby to run this experiment. <laughs> and uh, <laughs>
2: the baby's life was ruined for no reason
0: for no reason that poor monkey baby now has to live the entire life with trauma it didn't need to suffer yeah uh i think the monkey died from ammonia like a couple years after the experiment ended and then later in that baby's life i think they did commit suicide but it was like as an as a late adult so it's like unclear if it was truly related
2: Sure. I mean, who knows? But still, that's yeah. fucked up. I mean, a lot of a lot of that trauma comes from you know childhood. But who yeah, knows? exactly. God, dude, that's insane.
0: Yeah. I love learning about like uh, psychology, sociology experiments from back in the day. Yeah, because I mean, I it's no secret to like my channels. Like I just love fucking with people. And that's just right. what kind of what it <laughs> what the nature of these experiments are. And it's so crazy to me that, like, I still loosely abide by an ethics board. Like, I don't have to. It's YouTube. It's all comedy, but and I'm not like trying to submit these or anything. But like, sure. I, I do have to keep in mind, like, how far is too far? You know, like throwing people into an unsolvable escape room. It, that's that's a day. You know, it's right. not a full on experiment. It's like it's an hour of their time. It's just yeah. a an elaborate troll, and. No, the things they were doing back then, I think I look at the Stanford Prison Experiment because mm-hmm. I, my, my like goal and content is to recreate the Stanford Prison Experiment. <laughs> Wait, which one? Which one was that? Was that the one where it, it was a study to see if, uh, like how, if people who are given power do they abuse it? Is that much. the one where like you shock the
2: guy on the other end of the thing? Oh, wait, no, it was they assigned. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. this is the one where they assigned some people to be guards, some people to be prisoners, and the guards like took the. Sorry, you explain it because you know better than I do.
0: No, that's exactly it. Uh, they it was a group of people that they were given, some were guards and some were like prisoners essentially. And you know, this was all a fictitious prison and everything like that, and it was just C. If like, cause you know, this, this is a societal commentary. It's like, do do government officials take a abuse? Do they abuse their power? Do police officers abuse their power? Does the manager at McDonald's get a little power drunk? Right. That he gets paid a dollar more per hour. You know, it's, it's like, it's to figure something out. Like I get why this experiment happened, but I, I, I wholeheartedly, I have done a lot of research on this. And I wholeheartedly think there is a correct way to do the Stanford Prison Experiment despite it being banned from ethics boards everywhere. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of problems in this because the more you, the more biased involvement there is in experiment, obviously, the less valid it is. And there was a lot of involvement of kind of realigning the positions and encouraging the guards to be a little, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, just be a little physically Like reality easy. TV.
1: Yeah, they it was reality
0: TV. Yeah. Like they were really encouraging all the roles. I And I have more reasons. I haven't looked at it lately, so it's a little blurry right now. But I remember I have a whole list somewhere of like what went wrong in the Stanford Prison Experiment and how you can correct it. Mm, because, okay. so, you know, my, my business uh, with all my silly little videos, it's me and my producer, Deanna, who I come up with these ideas and she m- makes it happen. You know, like, that's what a producer does. Um, every, every like, month or so, we have, like, a little powwow of, like, what do we want to get done this month? Every single month, I bring up, I want to make the Sanford Prison Experiment. And it is met with a resounding no every single month. <laughs> I try, and every month I come back with a little, little more research. And I, I try, because I, I came at it one month that was like, okay, hear me. <laughs> this month was the biggest no I've ever gotten. Uh, I said, what if we make the Stanford Prison Experiment, hear me out, with children, hear me out? Uh huh. But we disguise it as a cops and robbers game. So, like a trouble and terrorist town kind of Yeah. Day. Like yeah. a
2: Gmod thing.
0: Yeah. Because now we start diving into nature versus nurture. Sure. And uh, no, that's also not ethically allowed. But no, uh, I will find a way, is all I'm trying to say.
2: It sounds. It sounds like it can be done. It just needs a little bit more cooking. You're almost there. I I I just looked this up. The thing that I was thinking about was the Milgram experiment.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You could definitely do this in a video. Um, essentially, what it is is that you have an experimenter, a tester, and a patient. And the the test the, the tester guy is basically what he has to do is do whatever the experimenter says. And the experimenter wants you to shock the patient. So he's Mm -hmm. constantly telling you, like, shock this guy for getting an answer wrong. Shock him for getting answers right. Turn up the shock. Make it worse. Whatever. And the guy isn't actually getting shocked. He's, like, on the other side of a wall. So you never get to see him or know how bad his pain is. But the goal is to see how far somebody will go when they're given permission or when yeah. authority tells them to do something. You could
0: absolutely do that on YouTube I think safely cuz you could make it silly, right? Yeah. Um I've I've actually been doing like a pretty deep dive in just like psychology experiments across like the past century honestly. Mm-hmm. And it kind of gives me <laughs> um a lot of inspiration to like make content, which I think is a little fuck to say actually. But it's like I don't think I so. Can, pull ideas out of it that are a little more ethical. Um, Yeah, because Milgram, in that whole experiment, he devised that study to explain uh, just, like, why people would do genocide. Like, how far can you push people? Right, yeah. And uh, there's there's just a few others that I would love to dive into. Like, okay, let's talk about, like, the most famous psychology. You majored in psychology, right? Or I you minored, minored in it. In it. Yeah. yeah. So I took a lot of it. By the way, my favorite, uh, quick aside,
2: uh, when we had our baby, do you know the one? So who was it that did all the stuff with kids? Is it Jung? I think Jung did a lot of like child psychology stuff. Yeah. Um He did something that we tried with our baby because like it's a known thing. It's insane. You play with them and you smile and you have a good time. And then you just go dead face. You stop smiling and you test their reaction to mm-hmm. see if they react the same way. Like if they understand that the emotions aren't there anymore, dude, it's so fucked up. Like the fa- <laughs> they start crying, they get so sad. My daughter was inconsolable because we're just playing with her. And then randomly we just stop moving and she freaked out. Anyway, it's it's it's. It's fucked up the shit that people do in the name of science. And that was like the smallest version of yeah. that,
0: right? Anyway, I, sorry. I was going to bring up the most popular um, psychology experiment probably ever, of uh, mm-hmm. the trolley problem. Sure, yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, which I'm sure is a, a few of you, um, it's so there is a train on a collision course, or a trolley, excuse me, Trolley on collision course to hit 5 people on a train track. But on the other side of the train track is one person. So you can sh- you can switch the path to only hit one person, but you are now directly responsible for that one death, but you're indirectly responsible for 5 deaths. So it's like what weighs what weighs on your conscience more? Yeah. You would pull the lever, right? I pull the I pull the lever. I, I, pull, I pull, pull the person. lever every time. Yeah. But I do think it's a very interesting experiment because I do I I there are other people who have more of a guilty conscience than I do. Uh-huh. And I, I can see how that could eat someone up. And other some people just freeze, you know?
2: Yeah, I could see freezing up and just not making a decision, but I, I don't know if I've ever met I don't know. I feel like everybody that I talk to says that they would pull it. So yeah. I've never even seen the other side of it or heard of it.
0: What? I, there, it's all like a theoretical thing, right? I have only seen one, I guess, two recreations of it, one in fiction, one in not. Uh, they did tackle it in The Good Place when talking about morality. Okay. Um, but, you know, that's that's scripted television. Um, but Vsauce, whenever he had like his YouTube red original series yep. or whatever it was, um, he did tackle the trolley problem. Okay what did what was his conclusion um he had no like he put people in a real life simulation mm, like okay i think he went through a lot of like ethic counseling and everything okay. and i watched it once years and years ago so forgive me if it's a little fuzzy but they had um people in it i think they hired people to help work for this train thing uh-huh. And they were like, "Hey, you know, you just flip this switch whenever the trains come around. It's super easy, blah blah blah." And then he's like teaching them how to do it. And then he goes, "Oh, wait, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick." <laughs> and then he leaves them alone <laughs> with it. And then the trolley problem happens. Uh-huh. And Oh god. Th- yeah, they have to make a choice. And obviously like they wait to see what they do and then cam- the TVs go black right before it happens. Sure. Um, the guy, the guy comes back in and then they explain what happened. But, um, uh, now that I'm a little bit more interested in like these kind of things, I kind of want to go back and rewatch that episode. Cause it's just like, that's another thing that it's just like, how do you recreate something like that?
2: Yeah. That apparently, uh, there is a version of that. Uh, production is telling us that where the one person on the track is a track worker and the four people on the track aren't supposed to be there. So like, I, I
0: think that's how it is, uh, like, created in psychology, like, oh, gotcha. theoretically. Okay. I,
2: I, I could see that changing things a bit, because, like, is the idea the four people are, like, trespassing? Is that, uh, you know, is the one guy, know. like, just doing his job? Honestly, dude, I, I there's a lot of these questions uh, that have come up sort of very similarly with auto-driving cars, and I mm-hmm. didn't realize it. I was doing something on my stream recently where it was, like, It's like a series of these. There's a game on Steam that you can play, um, which is basically a series of trolley problem things. And actually, I think there's a website to do it too where it's saying, okay, there's an auto-driving car. How should it prioritize human lives? Let's say that your auto-driving car is about to get into an accident that is unavoidable. Does it hit a pedestrian or does it just crash itself with you inside? Because the pedestrian... You know, if they if they do have right of way, they didn't do anything wrong. But I bought the goddamn car. I didn't pay $50,000 for a self-driving car to die in it, right?
1: Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone, in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details.
2: I'd be kind of pissed off. I don't want a refund, you know? I don't think it works like that. I don't know. I I, I thought about that a lot because I don't know what kind of, like, when it comes to that stuff, I I don't know how far we're gonna get with it.
0: With a self driving car, I I I don't know. I have a lot of opinions on it. Mm-hmm. I think like self driving cars scare me. It's kind of like my boomer moment. I'll be honest. Um, it's gonna take a LA, couple though. generations to yes. weed that. Well, out. Well, I don't. I think when it comes to technology, it's not ever gonna be widely accepted till everyone. Who live without it, it's dead. Yeah. It's gonna take like two gens. Yeah. Um, like you can tell, like, people who grew up with the internet are now running for like political offices and they're using the internet to fund their campaign and they're winning. Yep. And like, wait until someone who grew up with the internet's like 35 and <laughs> imagine the first Zoomer president.
2: Oh my god, yeah. Now, honestly, this next generation is way funnier than mine, like millennials. Yeah. I, I don't. Well, maybe it's just because the humor is aged now, but I never thought like, I don't know, cat pictures and uh, rage comics. And I, I don't know. I, I think millennial humor uh, of the Internet from like the mid to early thousands was god awful. I would love I to see think- a Zoomer president
0: the whole TikTok generation is so wildly different than anything we've seen before. Yeah. Because I look at the first celebrities were kind of grown from YouTube. Right. And then I want to say like Vine. And Uh, then... Sure. Like, I feel like YouTube was kind of the only avenue for so long.
2: I think even before YouTube, there were like individuals. So like... That guy with the glasses, cinema massacre, like oh, sort yeah. of individual platforms.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was but not possible. as much. I just mean like a platform that brought the first like right, celeb, yeah. like the waves of them. Right. It was kind of YouTube. It was Vine. Like you had like some people blow up on Tumblr. That kind of transitioned into other platforms. I think Tumblr was a big place to blow up, honestly. Was and it? Then, Yeah, yeah, I think was a lot of people would blow up on Tumblr, and then they'd be like transition that into other platforms.
2: I had no idea; I was never on Tumblr, so I didn't know anybody that like came from there.
0: I think, like, if I remember correctly, that's kind of like how Tyler Oakley uh, grew as he did, because I knew him from Tumblr, and I have to assume I'm not the only one. Okay, and um, then it was like Vine, and then Twitch kind of followed after that, like Twitch. Blowing up on Twitch is kind of still a new thing. Like, obviously, like, we had the ninja boom with Fortnite and everything. Right. And and I'll be honest, I think that was, like, the start of the first, like, Twitch celebrity celebrity. Like, everyone doing it before that moment was just kind of like, oh, we're making a lot of money on this platform. They It was never really breaking into that mainstream, like, pop culture.
2: I don't know if anybody else has done that. Like at least not to the level of ninja, I mean, like even when you talk about top twitch streamers now, like x q c is never gonna be on the mass no. singer, you know
0: yeah i I do think it's a personality type as well, and I think like ninja is just safer and more marketable, oh he's so brand Then x q c um, I think like there are others though who are like breaking those boundaries. I think Pokimane is absolutely one of them, sure, yeah. Um, I think, you know, you know, the, what was it? The Ryan Reynolds movie, uh, uh free guy free guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ninja was in that Pokemane was in that Jacksepticeye was in that. Right. There was someone else in that that I'm not remembering, but like, there are people who are slowly, you know, Jacksepticeye just released a documentary, which, uh, uh
2: yeah, which you know, we don't, uh, yeah. we, we, yeah, know, we, we're not going to speak we the name of, we know no, it. No, no, no.
0: Yeah. <sighs> like proud of him. That's a big <laughs> thing to do. But, Very proud. Uh, Good for you, Jack. If that is your real name, can I can I actually admit you admit something to you? Yeah, uh, I've been waiting to make this joke for so long because uh, that documentary has been in the works, right? Obviously, they don't make mm-hmm. that overnight. Um, when I first pitched this podcast to my agent, yeah, who also represents JackSepticEye, he was like, "Well, they they're working on a documentary called." You know, how do we get here? Oh, even back then? Yeah, they were like, it's probably in your best interest to not name your podcast that. And I was like, but I like it. (laughs) We'll we'll tackle it when we get there. And then his documentary is way bigger than I anticipated. And I go, well, how did we get here?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. You know, it's perfect, though. Yeah, redirect
0: your anger on me.
2: Yeah, I honestly, man, I, you never know if that stuff ever is going to come out anyway. Like, we were talking about this podcast in August of 2020. Yeah. Like, and it took, you know, way longer until we got the first episode out. The so.
0: more people you involve in business, the longer it always takes. Like, yeah. I, I talked to a lot of, I have a lot of friends in game development. And, and you know, like, I, there is a time period where I had, like, an entire game design doc for something I was trying to pitch. And it, I it's remember. Like, well, yeah, it was uh-huh. it was pretty, pretty well put together, I think. Sure, And we I pitched it around to a few people and it's like it's one of those things that I'm sure any devs and in, in listening can relate. But it's all about like pre-development is such a long purgatory, especially when you're getting more and more people involved in it. Because if it's just you, you know, like, let's start tonight. You know, right. Yeah. Like all the ideas are here. But when you have to convey these ideas to people who have to approve it and then they have to convey it to like who's working on it and then it just keeps getting more and more convoluted along the way, starting getting the pitch to actually launching something for I am soon. This is true for like TV shows, movies, everything. Sure. But the pre-production phase is brutal. Right.
2: Trying to get the ball rolling is a nightmare.
0: Not even the pre-production, the pre-pre-production, like before we even start working on it. In theory, the like, ideation, yeah, yeah, it's so hard because you have to find a way contractually for both parties to be uh, like entertained by it, and just, oh, dude, it's rough. Yeah, it's a nightmare. I'll tackle that again one day. I have it; it's sitting in in my. I have a whole document at home. I I want to do something with that. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, you know, like you said, it's just the more people you bring
2: into it the harder it's going to be. So.
0: Yeah. How does anything I, ever get done, honestly? I don't know. It's fascinating. I, I think we mentioned this before, but <sighs> I think that's why like YouTube, TikTok and everything has blown up the way it has and why like attention spans are becoming shorter. It's because if I want to make timely humor, I can I can have something happen today internationally and make a video about it in the same day. Sure, or yeah. if I want to have a little produce skit, I can have something together in like one to three days. Yeah. And if you want to do that with a movie, like I remember, uh what was Jordan Peele's other movie called? Not Us? There's Us, Get Out. No, yeah, I was talking about Us. Okay, I remember like the dad dabs in it and everything. And it's supposed to be oh, like a right, little outdated yeah. by then. And yeah, so... I I remember seeing that, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a little outdated." But I think it's supposed to be like more of like, "Oh, the dad's dabbing to be cool," you know? I because it was like, "Is the dad dabbing?" And it's outdated. Like I can't tell because he's trying
2: to be ironic because the dad is like, he's a
0: goofy dad, right? Yeah, is that dad trying to silly. be cool or is he trying to reference Embarrass his kid's body? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. And, yeah, it was like I couldn't really tell the intention behind it. This is such not the the, the takeaway I should have from this movie. <laughs> but I remember thinking that and I was like, well, I guess like these movies are filmed like two years before they come out. And then I really started thinking about it's hard to do anything timely in a major motion picture.
2: Yeah, I can't imagine trying to do anything like that. And then you run into issues where like it feels like the same movie or the same even in video games that happens. The same games come out like, yeah, one after another, and they're very similar. It's like, ah.
0: Breath I, of the I, Wild,
2: baby. Yeah, all these open world games are now coming out, and honestly, I think Elden Ring fucked it up for the whole genre, because that game is so good, and now if I watch or look at it, like, I don't know what Breath of the Wild is gonna do that's different, because, yeah. good lord, Elden Ring is good, but it's, uh, I, I, I think we talked about it before, the, the way that I phrase it, and I, I'm not, when I say that, I don't mean, like, me personally, like I came up with it, but I think I've heard it somewhere, and I'm saying it because I think I've read it. Uh, and if I if I'm making it up, then it's my fault and I'm stupid. But it's the democratization of content because it's like everybody gets a voice. You're Ooh, able to do this an stuff very quick.
0: Yeah,
2: I and we talked about it briefly, but like I personally keep going back and forth on if it was a good thing. I actually wonder if the barriers that were created to mm-hmm. You know, have something produced to make something sort of created a world where it had to be up to snuff. It had to be of a certain quality. Otherwise, it wouldn't get past all the sort of checks and balances. But like there's the argument that everybody should have that voice. You know, even if it's all shitty content, the good stuff rises to the top. Uh, There's no barrier for like censorship
0: or regulation.
2: You know, there's like. Yeah. There's I mean, a, a couple different things to it, but... We,
0: we talked about, like, the Squid Game writer. You know, he's been trying to pitch this for, like, 14 years. Right, yeah. And I, I think everybody would
2: agree it's a good show, but, like, it can't yeah. get through all the... Just the bullshit.
0: So, no, that's a good point. I think uh, Squid Game being memed to the same tier as Among Us really shocks me. I haven't been able to, like... Yeah, it does, actually. Um... It I, I can't believe that because, you know, Among Us is like the silly little game you play with friends. You oh, the imposter is sus and everything like Squid Game is like a very real, like serious commentary. And I, I think one, I'm surprised that Squid Game just got as big as it was, especially mm-hmm. with like the language barrier being a problem. Sure. And the dub being.
2: <laughs> I watched the dub, by the way.
0: I, I, <laughs> I didn't want to read it. it with a friend who watched the sub, and they are like, oh, the sub's great. The dub's awful. And I was like, that sounds funny. And it was. The <laughs> it dub was. was funny.
2: It really is. The The old guy is hilarious on the dub. I, I watched it all. Uh, the Indian guy is offensive on the <laughs> dub. It's kind of fucked up the way that they portray him, but yeah. I, yeah. I, I think it's just
0: like, I don't know. I, I haven't like mentally processed what happened to Squid Game. Because, I feel like everyone enjoyed it. They're like, "Whoa, that was really good," and that lasted three days.
2: I I think that's true of all content now, though. It feels like stuff is getting produced at such an incredible rate that there's mm-hmm. not any time to like digest or soak anything in. Um, I I I don't know. Things feel so expendable now. Everybody's yeah. on to the next series, you know, immediately.
0: Um, Yeah, like Squid Game, you know, this is me assuming a time period I wasn't alive in. Like, I feel like it would have been everyone talked about it for years back uh in like the, I don't even want to say 70s, like early 2000s, really. Sure. And well, everybody talked about Game of Thrones forever. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I
2: think it's ongoing seasons. It has to be a season thing, right? There is
0: more Squid Game coming.
2: No, yeah, that's true. I was going to say because Game of Thrones had a bunch of seasons, but it was spaced out by years. So, even still, that's the same. Yeah, I don't know. I think think it's crazy that all you have to do to have a hit series, and and I know this sounds reductive, but, like, it is insane to me that Battle Royale became such an easy, surefire success Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, setting up your world. Whether it's, like, Battle Royale, Hunger Games, Squid Game, just, like, bunch of reluctant people killing each other to make their lives better.
0: Oh, I thought you were going in like the video game route of like Fortnite, Apex Legends, Fall Guys. No, no, um, no, no. Th- yeah, that, I, no, you're right. I haven't yeah. thought about it in like film. That like Hunger Games is like the battle royale. Other than battle royale. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's the it's an easy way to set up stakes,
2: right? It's just mm-hmm. like everybody is the the drive for self preservation and to survive. How far would you go? Blah blah blah.
0: Especially um, because in any one of these series, you kind of you look at the stakes and you're like someone you care about is going to die
2: right they have to i think it's it's Mm -hmm. having that like it's not like some shows where it's like are they really going to kill the main character Are they really going to kill these side characters but there's this tacit understanding that only one person can make it unless you cop out and then people will be mad at you
0: so
1: disney plus and hulu are better together in the disney bundle with new movies and series
2: I don't know. I remember getting really pissed off at hunger games. Cause I went to go see it and it's so PG 13. It hurts like mm-hmm. all the good characters stay good. All the bad characters stay bad. There's not like, th- there's no moment where somebody, you know, has to do something for self-preservation or out of desperation, kill somebody they didn't want to, you know, like yeah. real shit. I don't know. I'm complaining about young adult fiction. I just, my my wife was really into Hunger Games and Twilight and Harry Potter and all that bullshit. And I would I go begrudgingly get Harry and get Potter. Mad.
0: I like Hunger. I did like Hunger Games. I read that shit in seventh grade. Yeah. I also read 13 Reasons Why in seventh grade and, and like. That was um, a book? Yeah, it was a book first. I didn't know that. Yeah, but Jay Asher. Oh. Uh, I thought it was just a show. Mm-mm. It started off as a book and like looking back. It was like encouraged for my grade to read it. Like everyone talked about it, so I sure. read it. And like I don't know why, because <laughs> it, I don't even know why. I like if if it's like a YA novel for like late high schoolers, I get it. Yeah, but I think they just tackle such like big themes in there, like um, well, suicide and sexual assault. Okay, and yeah. it's just like I when I watched the show, I was like. Wait, did these things happen in the book? Like, because I was like, you know, in one ear, out the other, because I didn't know how to process them as right, a seventh yeah. grader. Um, there is one thing in the in the show. Um, they definitely romanticize her suicide. Mm-hmm. Like they they make it almost look peaceful. You know? Okay, that's uh, that feels irresponsible, but okay. It uh, it was. Yeah, and apparently, suicide rates spiked after that release. Oh my
2: god! Really?
0: Mm-hmm. They had a oh. real impact.
2: Dude, what the fuck? If I'm that author, that guy had the death note. The fucking <laughs> author. What the fuck? You're not ding, supposed ding, to ding. do that? Ding, ding, ding. We're back. We're back. What? No, I yeah. want to keep talking about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about it. For this. a few
0: more minutes. For a few more minutes.
2: That's okay. crazy.
0: So I, 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 w- I have not had a platform or like those the, the situation to rant about the series. Because I read this book as a kid. So I was uh-huh. like excited to watch the series. Um, you know, I was like, obviously I didn't retain everything when I was a kid, blah, blah, blah. I caught up. Um, you know, it's about a guy who really liked this girl and she committed suicide and she left tapes describing the 13 reasons why she did that. And the thing was, she said, I, I'm going to mail them to the person who's the first tape. And I want you to mail them to the person who's the second tape when you're done. Otherwise I'll leak them all. Okay. Um, like she had someone who knew uh, if they were getting passed around or not. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they will let out everything bad that you guys did to me otherwise. Which uh, a lot of people also didn't love how this makes suicide feel like it's someone's fault. Sure, yeah. Yeah, and blah, 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 long story short, it, it reveals that uh, like, this guy who was a bully to the main character was also sexually assaulted the, the girl in question. And then it's kind of like, uh oh, well, the book's over, season two. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, that's it? Well, that, well, like you find out, and like they, he goes, you know, what is the the court gonna do about sexual assault? They, I think they take him to court anyways. Uh And then I think it kind of ended. uh, I'm assuming, I'm making this up, honestly. I don't remember where the book ended, but I know that season two took place over the court case. And season two was not in the book. You know, like, okay, like yeah. they're making stuff up. Oh, and, God. Okay. That's always yeah, fun. This is when it gets a little messy. Um, he's, since the girl was in a lot of flashbacks, they still wanted her to be in the show. So he was kind of like the main character's little Casper, who he would, like, <laughs> talk to. and every Oh, now and then. God. And it starts becoming a little too science fiction-y for me. Yeah. Which... I think it's fine if he's, like, hallucinating and he wants to see her and he misses her and everything like that. But he was, like, learning things from her. You right. Know? Yeah, if and, it's constant. And if it's, like, over a long period, like, a whole season. Oh, God. Yeah. And then I think... I don't really remember what happened in season three. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> um, I didn't even know it was on for three seasons. Jesus Christ. Okay, I just know they introduced a new protagonist for season three, pretty much. And then... In season four, uh, the the guy who, like, sexually assaulted the girl from season one uh-huh. uh, died. So now they're trying to, like, now figure there are out two ghosts. who the murderer was. Okay. And they do this through a lot of flashbacks of, like, showing how he was, like, trying to repent. And he's actually, like, a good guy at heart. And it's like, why is that the message we're trying to send? <laughs> Oh God! okay, That's bizarre, yeah, so I am like you know there are some thirteen reasons why defender's listening, like I'm sorry that is my loose interpretation of the series, and I, I am just like shocked because it feels like they're trying to humanize someone who did probably one of the worst things you can probably the worst thing you can do to another person,
2: yeah, yeah i, I whenever I heard about the show, I was like, this feels wrong like i I feel like this isn't the, the, the for an adult. To put to to put together a show like this for kids who, you know, maybe getting bullied or maybe having a hard time feels kind of fucked up. Honestly. I'm shocked that it exists and I I'm I never actually looked further into it because who cares, right? But yeah, I'm shocked did, that it is exactly like that.
0: They did end up adding uh disclaimers at the beginning of the episode. Like mm-hmm. they were especially like, um, uh, you know, now when you boot it up, it's the whole cast being like, "Hey, here's the suicide hotline." Ah, okay. You know, sure. They have something. Oh, actually, um, I, I'm looking it up right now. Season three was the murder of of Bryce Walker. Ah, and okay. and so wait, wait, what the what the fuck was season four? I'm, I'm season four. <laughs> yeah. Huh? How many are there? Yeah, season four. It was only four. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I'm looking at this right now. I, I have absolutely no idea what happens in season four. Okay. Well, that yes. sounds like uh, some homework for you for the next episode. Go ahead and yeah, binge I have it. absolutely no idea. But uh what happened well, the best thing that happened from the series was the the lead in this, Dylan Minnette, has a banger band named Wallows. And I learned about Wallows from 13 Reasons Why, and they're like one of my favorite bands ever. Okay. So uh, there is some good in this series. Okay, yeah. Some good came out of it, which is nice. Maybe not the, the suicide spike rate, which is mm-hmm. uh, I would Jesus say Christ. It's insane that media can be that powerful. Not in a good way, but just in a terrifying sentence. Right, yeah. That, that like,
2: people can watch that and feel so strongly for the character and identify so hard. But, God, dude. That's why we have yeah, parental that's... controls, though. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, God. but I mean, like, by the time, like, the people watching this aren't, like, children. They're teenagers. Right. And yeah. that They're harder to monitor, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, God. I don't know. I don't know.
2: But we're we're at an hour. We made it. We made it through the, uh, we didn't talk about Death Note, really, at all. We didn't talk about anything.
0: Uh, well, we knew it was going to be a morality episode. Sure. And I think we just talked about, like, would you use the Death Note? No, I would. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, ethics boards I, I, I could have talked about the death note forever Because like the idea that
2: like I think the idea that if you don't Write anything else it's a heart attack Is such a cop out right that's like You don't have to get creative Because a heart attack is the most innocuous Like yeah it, it, that's how Everybody does but if it was like If you don't write anything down Their head explodes then people would Be like okay what the fuck is going on
0: Right because that's yeah. not
2: normal and I feel uh, I like that would be more interesting. S-
0: I will say that, like, the uh, the appeal of Death Note is that you have to have the first and last name of the person, and you have to have their face in mind when you write them, so you, like, you don't kill someone Oh, you the need all three name. pieces. Yeah, you need all three pieces. So, like, ah. the main antagonist in Death Note, who is realistically the hero, uh, he goes by L, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. he hides his name, and he, like... He's trying to find who the killer is, so he brings on the main character, the anti-hero, to his, like, police squad. It's like a keep your friends close, but your enemies closer kind of deal. Sure. He's yeah. like, I like think Dexter, this is yeah. him, but I have to figure out why. Gotcha. And okay. He, honestly, L is, a, is the smartest character in that show because right at the beginning, um, you know, he kills someone with a heart attack who's nearby. And like who's on like the local TV. Uh And then he kills a few more. Oh, actually a lot more like uh, prisoners and people who committed murders and walked and everything like that. And then the the big turning point is L gets on TV and it was like, hello, my name is first name, last name, and I am researching the killer who's doing this. So then light er immediately writes down that person's name. Right. Yeah. And then a voice comes on after he dies from a heart attack and goes, all right. So that actually wasn't me. That was, a, that was a prisoner set on death row who we had for this. Ah. Um, and we only broadcasted this in the Kanto region of Japan. So we have now narrowed down to the region that you're in, in Japan. Because we were just going to keep televising this in random places until someone something reacted. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, it's just right from the beginning. You're like, holy shit, he's smart. That's kind of neat. I kind of want to watch this show. I, I think the Death Note, I know you're not a huge anime person. Yeah. And I think Death Note is the easiest anime to get into because it's it's not like anime tropey. It's not all the science fiction bullshit. Like, yeah. yeah, there's a magic book that kills people, but that's the only science fiction element in the entire very real series. And it's it's all dialogue driven. Like, it's not even visually beautiful or anything. It's all dialogue. Mm, okay. And oh my God, you, you would not guess who is in possession of the Death Note now. Uh, who has it now? Uh, yeah, because they had a spinoff like after it came out, and it was just like a one shot. It was like a uh, hundred pages or something. Who is it? Somebody I would know who would have the Death Note. Oh my! Wait, I'm I'm just gonna send you this picture real quick. Um, here, <laughs> here. If if you click on this link real quick, if I don't know the show, how? Huh? What is this? And canon? that's all the time we is have. Is this canon? Is this all a real right. picture? Ding ding ding! What the? How fuck? did we get here? Oh my god! Holy
2: shit! What do what do they need to search to catch that? Um, Death note <laughs> current owner. Does it pop up when you say that? Let me see. Hold
0: no, on. no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't.
2: Who owns the Death Note? Maybe the name will come up. No.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> I want people just, just to be search, able to find the image. I just did.
0: search Death Note Donald Trump. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you gave it away. Okay, yeah. just search that. Okay. All right, we're here at the end. Real quick,
0: real Real quick. quick. I just want to explain what happens in that one shot. Pretty much, fast forward, a new person gets the Death Note, and he's like, you know what? This is a weapon of mass destruction. We know that. I'm going to sell it. So then he tries to, like, put it on eBay and shit. And then all these world powers try to buy it from him, you know, because they want the power. Yeah. And then uh, (laughs) the U.S. government puts, like, $10 trillion on it. And then there is a rule that the Death Note cannot be bought or sold. And like the protector of the note, the death note tells Donald Trump that. And Donald Trump goes, so you're telling me that if I, if I purchase this, I'll die. And he goes, yeah, yeah, that's what's going to happen. He goes, so I don't want it, <laughs> but will if I so give you the money and don't take the death note, people will fear me. So even if I don't own it, they'll ah, fear me. Sure. And they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. So he's like the, he, he doesn't have it in possession, but like sure. he. I just can't believe they gave it to Donald Trump. That's such a Note. that's a
2: fascinating loophole, I guess. But that's so yeah. I can't believe they gave it to a real person outside of the canon of the the show or the manga. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. wild. He, Donald Trump is not in the original Death Note series. Don't worry. <laughs> that's a fun spinoff.
2: Okay, all right, we made it to the end. Uh, I think I think we've had a pretty clear shot all the way through. Yeah. Uh, so sorry to make you guys Death wait for Note.
0: episodes. We'll have more. Yeah, it was. Uh, we went from Death Note. To to MILF hunting, I think. Yeah. Psychology experiments. Uh huh. For a while. Yeah. Uh, uh, we talked about lying. We talked about just lying somewhere. Oh, uh, lying was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And lying. Then, I
2: think lying was before
0: psych experiments. Psych experiments into Squid Game or memes in general. Uh, the Holocaust was somewhere in there. Oh, I, I had a lot ah. more to say about my Holocaust week in, in seventh grade. I oh, was too dude! Yeah, we got off that immediately by by you branding the kids.
2: My bad. No, you're right. How about we? Our next episode should be like the weeks Sorry. that you had. Like, I don't know, maybe
0: field days. Teachers bringing in the cart with the TV with the Lorax I would on it. Something. Love to talk about my my like Holocaust week because it was we met a Holocaust survivor. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, he just came to the school and was like, "What's up? I'm Jewish." That's it. <laughs> that's it. Ask me anything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was an AMA essentially.
2: I don't know if do you we want to do do we want to name it the Holocaust Week episode? I feel like there's probably a better way. No, okay, yeah, we'll find a different thing.
0: Yeah, I just think it's interesting how I learned about the Holocaust because it just wasn't the most tasteful way.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think we've had I had Pioneer Week, uh, which is probably more palatable. But we can talk about those experiences. That's our next one. All right, we'll do that next time. Yeah, and that's how we got here. And we're here now. Okay,
0: goodbye. How Do We Get Here is produced by Deanna Gallen, Jacob Rabin, and Zach Zeeks. Our theme music is composed and performed by Garrett Williamson, and our engineer audio producer is Justin Asher. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now, with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.